Bullshit. Your no BS assessment of the Ellen DeGeneres apology. What worked, what didn't, and why. It's the No BS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO and founder of Mass Solutions, your no bullshit marketing firm. The premiere of the 18th season of the Ellen DeGeneres Show opened with an apology from the host. This was the first episode of the show since claims of bullying and sexual misconduct in the workplace led to an investigation and the firing of three producers. How did Ellen do? First, let's talk about apologies. Aaron Lazare wrote a book called On Apology that provides insights on how we think, react, and evaluate apologies. I've referenced it quite a bit in my writings and speaking, and I try to use it as much as I can when I'm in need of an apology for someone. That's because one of the most significant human interactions involves the offering of and accepting of apologies. Apologies can heal. Apologies can lead to forgiveness. Apologies can remove the desire for vengeance and also eliminate the fear of it. Apologies can restore self-respect and dignity and lead to meaningful dialogue. Globalization and technology, primarily the internet, increased our level and awareness of apologies from leaders, celebrities, and even friends and family on social media over the last 15 to 20 years. This increase in apologies leads to what Lazare calls the paradox of apologies. Effective apologies help a lot, but ineffective ones hurt a relationship. Back to Ellen, because she needs to read the book on apology if she wants to improve. The first step in an effective apology is to acknowledge the offense. Example, I screwed up when I said or did X. I apologize because it hurt you. Here's an example of failing to acknowledge the offense. I apologize for whatever I did that might have hurt you. Ever heard an apology like that? Ever given one? Yeah, it's kind of common because we're so uncomfortable with apologies. Now, keep in mind on apologies, the person you're apologizing to wants to be free of blame, but the person giving the apology really wants to watch that they don't say that they're to blame. So it becomes this whole big mess. And that's kind of what I think happened to Ellen because she opened with a couple of jokes. Oh, how was your summer? Mine was great. And then she said, let's get to it. This opening could have been more direct instead of trying to incorporate humor. Now, I'll tell you, I agree. It's a daytime fun show and Ellen is a comedian. So humor is natural. But what if she'd have done this? What if she'd have started off saying, welcome to the season premiere of the 18th season of the Ellen DeGeneres show. I'm starting this one off with an apology. And this apology is to our current and past employees who have been hurt by me when I wasn't at my best, when I wasn't on my best, and me when I wasn't my best as a leader, taking care of the people who also weren't on their best day and treated people in a way that they shouldn't have. We've looked at it and we've learned, we've realized we've got to get better and I'm committed to doing that because I know I have the reputation as the be kind lady and I am that person. I definitely am that person, but I'm also a human, which means that there's days where I'm sad, mad, frustrated, angry. She said parts of these, but the way she said it was the challenge. And she also wasn't able to 
be as direct as she needed to be. Give the apology, make it sincere. Think about those who she's apologizing to, not us as the audience. How would they have felt with the approach I put out? And how would they have felt or how did they feel with the approach Alan used? And the fact of the matter is, is those people that were hurt probably aren't feeling like they got a clear apology. Because next, she briefly mentioned there were allegations and an investigation. She said she learned things that happened and takes it seriously, followed by saying, I'm so sorry to the people who've been effective, been affected. I'm so sorry to the people that have been affected. She's using passive voice, which is common with ineffective apologies, saying, I learned some things happened, or a more common one is mistakes have been made. She's not talking about her mistakes or apologizing for her actions. She's saying, in effect, some stuff happened, it was investigated, uh, we learned about it, and uh, we're going to try to fix it. That abdicates her from personal responsibility. She mentions that she takes it serious, and she's sorry if anyone was hurt by it. That's not an apology for her leadership or lack thereof. I'm sorry if anyone was hurt by it. She followed that by saying that she takes responsibility for it, so she's making some headway in the, in the right way on apologies, and said that her name's on the show and the buck stops here. But then she wanted to make a joke, my name's on the show there, my name's over there, my name's over here. So again, she keeps interjecting the humor, so she was making some momentum towards a positive apology with taking responsibility, but then follows it up with another joke. Next, DeGeneres told the story of how she became the be kind lady, and it's a heartfelt story. And she added that being the be kind lady is a tricky situation. Good story, kind of get it, liked where she was going, but it could be perceived that she's implying that she's also a victim. That's not what you want to convey when you're apologizing. The good news is she followed up with some vulnerability. She said how she is the person that she says she is. She is the be kind person that you see on TV. And yes, she's kind, but she also gets, quote, sad, mad, anxious, and frustrated. She was connecting with the audience by showing that she, too, is human. She said she's working on it, which most of us can relate to. We're all a work in progress, right? But then she used what Lazare outlines as another example of an ineffective apology. Another example of an ineffective apology is making the offense conditional. Making the offense conditional. If mistakes have been made, and if anyone was hurt, followed by, I'm sorry. If, if mistakes have been made, I'm sorry. If anyone's been hurt, I'm sorry. That's pretty much what Alan did. She used a conditional response, a conditional apology. She came pretty close to matching those examples of ineffective apologies when she said, if I've ever let someone down or if I've ever hurt their feelings, I'm so sorry for that. That's making the apology conditional. Again, one of the signs of an ineffective apology. She went on to praise the 270 employees who make the show great. She added that all she wants is for those employees to be happy and for the crowd to have fun and for the audience to have fun and the guests to have fun during the show. The crowd applauded, the crowd being virtually on screen. That's what makes this apology so different. It's a public apology, which means there are multiple target audiences. One target market was Ellen's fans. Another target market was potential new fans who would be part of the audience checking it out when the show ran or watching clips after the show. 
For those two target markets, Ellen's monologue was probably a success. The audience laughed. People pooling for her felt it was a good show. Her approach also seems to have worked with the general public because the ratings were high. Another target market might have been the current and former employees who were impacted in the past. That might have been another target market. Apologies can heal. Apologies can generate forgiveness. Do you think Ellen's achieved those goals for that other target audience, the people waiting for their apology? Odds are they don't. The hope is that you can learn from this and make your apologies sincere, direct, and to the point, not conditional, not ambiguous, and not making yourself part of uh, the victim situation. That's the goal of this episode, is to help you understand how Ellen didn't hit the mark with her apology. She had some good things about it. Her delivery was good for two target markets, her fans who were pulling for her, and the general public who could become fans. That worked. But the third target market, the people that were actually impacted, current and past employees, she didn't hit the mark. I want you to learn that because apologies are so important to all of us when we make mistakes, which we're all going to do. And it isn't easy. It's difficult to live by these tenets of effective apologies that Lazare talks about in his book on apology. Thanks for listening to this episode of the No BS Marketing Show. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions. No BS.